0: imagine being able to travel to any point in time. Where would you go? And what would you do? You could witness some of the
1: greatest moments in history. That's gotta be Kane. Break
0: it down! into <laughs> something just like...
1: Welcome, welcome back, Turnbuckle Time Machine listeners. This is the official second episode of Turnbuckle Time Machine. I am your host, Robert Ross, with my co-host, Tom the Enforcer Balich.
0: That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Back for number two, they, they didn't think we'd make it past the first episode.
1: So, I will say this out loud... Um, And for the record, if you haven't heard the first episode, and for some reason you're just skipping ahead to the second, I don't know why you would. But go back and listen to the first episode, and I got a fun drinking game for you. Uh, We re listened to the first episode, and by God, do I swear a lot. (laughs) So, I won't even say drink every time I say a swear word. Just drink every time I say fuck.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we... We had to wash Robert's mouth out with soap uh, pretty soon after. Yeah,
1: and I would like to plug the soap that we use, but they're not paying us yet. Right,
0: right. Well, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. But it tastes great.
1: Yeah. um, I'm just going to do it and hope they pay us. (laughs) Dial soap, guys. Dial soap. Good for germs, bad for the tongue. (laughs)
0: Tastes terrible. And uh, you know, I, I also noticed from the first episode. You know, we always got to be our best critics. I don't think my mic was on the entire time. Uh, but I, I don't. I'm not mad at Robert for it. Um, I understand that he needs to shine, and I'm giving him his time. So, uh, if you guys couldn't hear me last time, it was it was Robert's fault. Yeah, I mean, Tom was four feet away from the mic.
1: <laughs> With every sip of rose, he took two steps back.
0: Yeah, yeah, and, and you know. We're, we're we're learning as we go. I think it's going to be an improvement from episode to episode and uh and I think I can I cannot wait to share what we learned from the May 13th or Mother's Day episode of Monday Night Raw. Yeah, so we
1: are uh moving on to episode 19 and the first episode was about we were at 47 just under 50 minutes, but I feel like we had to get a lot out um uh, kind of talk about what we were doing. So these episodes are... We're going to at least try to keep them shorter just so you can keep with the rhythm of things and keep up with some of the greatest WWE matches and era of this... Uh, of the history of WWE. Um, do you want to go into this next episode? It was good,
0: right? Yeah, yeah. actually, I, I think match quality-wise, it was a very great episode. Um The, the card is decently stacked you know it's funny to look at look at a card from 96 or even late 90s early 2000s you look at a card today and it's just like man what a stacked card it was back then you got all these hall of famers most of them are dead but r.i.p yeah um, we'll do an r.i.p
1: for everyone that we mentioned for yeah sure. you know uh, i don't
0: know about a moment of silence we want to keep this under like 20 right, minutes right, here. right you know i think when we do it once we don't have to keep doing it unless we forget that we did it Um, but yeah, I think it was a great, great card. Um, well, yeah. Where'd we start off with this one? Well, I just
1: love that these episodes are, and if you're on Peacock, they're only 40 minutes without ads and maybe about an hour, but they go by pretty quickly. I mean, if you look at raw now, it's like three hours and literally like what WWE is right now. Like if, if you're following it right now, it's basically like WrestleMania and WrestleMania is like eight hours. It's two nights now it's 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 so long and and then like okay so you have all these matches on wrestlemania and it's like okay so raw is going to be good right the raw after wrestlemania is just like it's just the same matches it's just rematches over and over and then it's just like like for example drew mcintyre versus bobby lashley wrestlemania right now like drew loses and then they're just having the same match match and it's just gonna be like so backlash will be when they rematch it's like they rematch all this time on raw it's like every week they rematch and it's like then the title is going to change at the next pay-per-view it's just right it kind of
0: cheapens the entire rivalry i think to a degree which i like about what we've watched and granted we haven't seen a ton of it yet but but you have the rivalries that are going on but but most of the time these guys are fighting someone else in a match and, and maybe the, their rivals are, are getting involved, whether it's commentary, whether they're distracting someone, or they're just doing a promo before or after the match. It's kind of a more creative way to get involved versus giving everybody a match every time that has a controversial
1: Yeah, match. for sure. And I feel like like back then, like you had to earn a title spot. Like In WWE now, it's just like, all the guy has to do is do a promo. It's just like, I'm calling out Bobby Lashley. I'm like, but you just fought Bobby Lashley
0: and lost. You should be... Back in line, right? Right. Well, like, wins and losses have never mattered. It doesn't I think, matter I think, I know. you know, you look at the best guys, Hulk Hogan, the Rocks, do Cold, I'm sure that their wins, losses were, they were closer to uh, the Detroit Lions than the New England Patriots that say all the time. Sure. Um, so, you want to kick this thing off Let's and we'll go. talk
1: about this episode? Yeah. Not waste any time. So, uh, as we talked about before, the uh, body dagas
0: are the but, tag champs. Body donnas. Body. Boggy? Body donnas. Body, donas. body Donnas. body donnas yeah i think you put i think you typed in doggas no well i'm reading i'm am reading what i put and i'm like boggy
1: do do dagas. and yeah. plus we've been drinking all day so no, it's like i'm I, trying yeah, not I to that, slur my words I think here
0: that's you just made a typo, but there, it's Sonny. Oh, body l- literally look we at my notes. We talked about how great of a tag t- uh, band name that would have been last episode. Yeah, but if you look at my notes,
1: everything has like the red underline under it. Mm-hmm. And it's not because of like Yokozuma because that's not going to be, but it's like literally like the word now is like misspelled. So <laughs> so Raw starts with the tag champs, the Body Donuts, body donuts. and Sonny. But no, no, no. They're without Sonny in this one. Oh, remember, right. it, starts it starts off and they're without Sonny. And that's right. a very
0: mysterious reason.
1: Yeah, remember we talked about Sonny basically being the head of this tag match, which I don't really think the entire seen. tag division. Have we seen this before where it's like one person's the head of this like tag team champion, especially because she's not a wrestler? Is she a wrestler?
0: I don't know that. I honestly have no proof or idea if there is even a women's division at this time. Um, but I, but you see you see women managers who are basically the face of a tag team I think Terry Reynolds did it for a while um, and it, it's not that unique but I think she had a kind of special thing going she was running I, like i said she's she's keeping the entire tag division afloat
1: yeah so I mean we talked about the amount of t-shirts which by the way I still need to order my sunny t-shirt but so they um they're coming out and basically people are like where the hell is sunny at and it goes um, King literally says, like, 14 seconds in, uh, he says, I hope Shawn Michaels doesn't have her cornered in the back somewhere. So we're already in 14 seconds, and that's the first rape reference of this episode?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, a legend. <laughs>
1: I need to just plug like a soundboard that just says allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, 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 so we don't have to keep right. I, that.
0: I still claim uh, Shawn Michaels' innocence. We'll find out, I think, later later through this rivalry. Yeah, I mean, but, if... but I I don't think. Yeah, well, we, we learned he didn't really have much to do with um with anything to do with Sonny here. Uh, there was actually she was backstage.
1: Yeah, so find out?
0: yeah, Jim Ross is giving this
1: interview with uh, Ahmad Johnson. Do you remember him as a child? Ahmaud no, Johnson I have no memory wrestler. of him,
0: and I was I was shocked because he's a a great physical specimen huge jacked guy yeah
1: jacked as hell yeah, yeah. and he could fucking wrestle too You're right oh my first f-bomb maybe yeah, i don't know if I, was, I don't know if i was keeping track yeah <laughs> so it cuts back to him with online johnson sonny interrupts so we finally get to see her and then she starts rubbing his chest with some baby oil saying oh you missed a spot and he basically is very dismissive of her Saying like, listen, I know you're one of the. What does he
0: say? Like uh, top top w- top ten most attractive women in the world. She must have been in some type of ranking. Yeah,
1: there. and then he says, and to quote, "Mama always told me, take trash out, don't bring it in." And Jared the King Lawer just loves this line.
0: Yeah, yeah, it, it is gold. His mama was right. So, the body, body, <laughs> I can't <laughs> Body even say Thomas. It, are heels right? Yes. So why
1: why would the king see? This is where like they get mixed up because he will like I don't know maybe he just well, loves a good one game, liner game right? Game recognizes game. Game recognizes <laughs> game is exactly right. Yeah. Um, so he comes out and I even wrote in my comments
0: Jesus is heroited. Yeah, because uh, yeah. he looks great, man. Yeah. He's like he's got uh, one of those you know bicep bands that makes your. It was all, all about the bicep yeah. bands
1: back then, and why would they get rid of those? I mean, you don't have to have a good shoulder game as long as you oh. cut it off at the shoulder to bicep. Yeah, yeah and it, you know, So it. the body donnas, I said that right? Yeah, you got yeah, it. Yeah, body donnas. It. I, I got to not look at my notes because it's spelled <laughs> completely wrong. So there's zip and there's skip.
0: Yeah. So they look relatively alike, but not at all. Right, they have the same hair color and similar builds. Uh, but once, the, like you mentioned last, last week... Uh, quite a bit older than the other. Yeah, so Zip is the older guy. Sure. And what's
1: his name? Skip? Skip. Skip. Yeah. So in this match, it is Zip versus Ahmad Johnson, right? Yeah. So match starts. Um, Sonny distracts. And Skip ends up, I think they throw Zip out of the ring. And then Skip, which is along ringside with Sonny, Switches places, and this dumbass ref has yeah, no clue. We,
0: we discussed the, the inadequacies of the refs, uh, and that HR was taking note of it. Um, and it, it very, very much continues here. Um, and really, Ahmed Johnson gets the better of, of Skip and Zip, for the most part. And, and then it happens again, where he gets Skip out this time, and Zip tries to come back in. But the ref actually sees it that time and won't won't let him back. Right.
1: Out. So basically he's fighting Skip at this moment in time, which isn't the original match, right? So it's Zip versus Ahmad, but Skip's in the ring, and I guess we'll fast forward. I mean it's a decent match. Ahmad's just really showing his physical specimen abilities in this match and does do you remember what the finisher was called? Uh, on I this don't run? know
0: if they mentioned the name, but it was kind of a cool kind of double arm hook. Uh, yeah, like it's almost like he was setting him up for a pedigree, but pedigree right, yeah, goes for a bomb. pedigree, throws him up. It's and one then of it does those. It. It's one of those moves that like it, he could do on a skipper a zip, but I don't think he's <laughs> pulling it off on a Vader or, or some some real heavyweight. You right, know? So, that's
1: where it's like, what's your finisher? It's like this. Like that's crazy. You can do that on a skipper yeah, a zip, but a Rikishi. yeah, that's
0: maybe why we don't know more about Ahmed Johnson, you know.
1: <laughs> you could do that on a skip or a zip but don't pull that shit <laughs> yeah, what do you on Yokozuna
0: to Yokozuna get, get real nobody's yeah. slamming Yokozuna
1: though. so I mean a decent match they kept it short which I enjoy like if it I think this conversation was
0: longer than the match Hundred percent. That's what I'm saying. Like,
1: <laughs> if these if these podcasts keep going longer, like you might as well just watch them on Peacock. <laughs> Not really. Our our, no, our, I mean, our, yeah. our witty banter
0: is is priceless. Correct.
1: Yeah. So it was it was a good match. They kept it short. Um, and I was even telling you during this match that's like, wrestling now if they go to a commercial break, it's just like chokeholds for five
0: minutes. Right. I, and I think, you could you tell know, we, how
1: boring the crowd is. We, like, we bored went. To, out. Uh, we
0: went to Raw Fall 2019. Um, it was my first Raw. I think your first Raw. But, yeah, commercial. Yeah, I went commercial, to, serve, was it Survivor, yeah, Survivor series? series? The, the night, night before. before
1: it was excellent because it was like NXT mixed. Yeah, it was a great uh, show. But,
0: you know, it was really, you really see during the commercial breaks that they're just kind of like pretending to wrestle. Um, but, you know, whatever. I get it. It's for TV. Even though we all paid money and the TV's free, but whatever. We need to
1: recap just our time
0: <laughs> that we went to Chicago. We'll have a just, special episode, yeah, on.
1: that would be an excellent one because God, the the amount of content we had just before, like we even went for drinks at uh, that German place before. Yeah. Like there's so much content. You stay tuned there. for that episode. <laughs> yeah. So then uh, after that episode, it cuts to an Ultimate Warrior. I mean, I'll mention this because it was kind of cool. So Ultimate Warrior has his own university school. Yeah, which we're thinking about applying to. (laughs) Warrior University. We need to look it up. So they do like this promo where you can become a wrestler and become the next Ultimate Warrior at his Warrior University school, which is kind of cool. But then, like, after that, it cuts to um, this gentleman by the name of Duke the Dumpster. And he is, you don't really hear his music, but he's already in the ring and he's already carrying
0: a trash can. And he's got kind of like a, a lifting belt on. Yeah, you know, because you know, he's a legit garbage man, and yeah. they're really trying to appeal to the garbage he's man. He's got life. this
1: like onesie blue custodian outfit, right? Yeah, it's
0: it's it's a Dickie. I do remember seeing the Dickie logo. Oh, it had the yeah, Dickie yeah. logo on there. It yeah. didn't say Duke. It no. just didn't oh, say. Maybe Duke. that would yeah. be cool. Actually, under budget. I'd buy that. But yeah, he has this. Um,
1: if you ever see like guys out of a U-Haul that have this like strapped lower back thing for like l- c- carrying heavy shit um he's got one of those on um and then he's he's versing vader right so it kind of makes
0: sense if he's gonna have to do some heavy lifting (laughs) oh definitely i mean anyone should be wearing
1: that that (laughs) lower back support if they're versing vader right yeah uh so vader is coming out and of course he's with uh jim cornet and we learn here that vader is actually undefeated so i don't know when vader started in this era but he it's at least, mentioned at that least he's in the WWF.
0: At the time, he's undefeated. I don't know when he came over. He must have came over fairly recently um, from WCW or something.
1: Yeah, do you know how long he was in WCW? Uh,
0: no, I'm not sure. I'm sure he did lose there, though. Uh, yeah, WCW would, you would or think something. So. I know he did some work in Japan, I think, with McFoley Foley and... Um, and yeah. other people, But so. they're
1: giving him like a almost like a Brock Lesnar style push, right? right? right. Yeah, um, so they're basically hyping up this big match that's going to be at the next pay per view, which is Vader versus Yokozuma, which is two
0: two giant guys, really. Probably to date the the heaviest match in the history of wrestling. Right? <laughs> I don't know what would rival that. I mean, maybe. I don't know if any giant people fought fought Andre the Giant, but really anybody Vader versus Yokozuna would rival like today's weight classes.
1: And Yokozuna, in probably ninety six, is still two hundred pounds underweight from where he yeah, was at he's the end probably, of his career. Uh, maybe
0: the four hundreds, maybe close to five. I think in ninety eight when he died, he was like six seven. Uh, I don't know, but he uh, he was still wrestling. At least he had that going for him yeah Cornette says and yeah, <laughs> this is one of my this might go for the my favorite line, quote of the, of the
1: night Yeah, uh, Cornette says he's basically ringside now and he's be- behind he's with Jerry the King and Vince McMahon and I like how Jim Cornette goes sometime in that episode he goes you ever feel like bread between an idiot sandwich because <laughs> Vince McMahon's sitting in the middle but Cornette says that Vader he's basically hyping up the pay per view and he's like uh, Vader is a Sherman tank, and Yokozuma is a septic tank.
0: <laughs> yeah, King gets a real kick out of it.
1: He say he's got a million of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and the match is basically, decent for the it's most part. Yeah, a squash match. Yeah. but
0: uh, the Trash Man gets he gets a few shots in there, knocks he, Vader off his feet, and
1: yeah, I said both men go over the ring via clothesline, which is pretty cool. But I think Duke went for the clothesline and tumbled more than vader's like a slow motion over there <laughs> but i even wrote in the notes that like just Cornette and the king just great chemistry oh it's, it's, oh, it's yeah i would love Cornette to have... on,
0: Cornette on a mic is is gold you know to say what you will about about his current opinions but i mean he can he can cut a promo like like anyone else yeah i don't want to like shit on people how they are now i just want to like right. stick with the past Cornette's good now i think anytime he's he's fantastic yeah, and yeah, he really he, he, he buys into what he's what he's selling. For sure, yeah. He's he's just great.
1: I mean, um and then Vader hits uh a Vader bomb for the win. We won't go into too much, but um good sell, decent match. Um and then literally like without skipping a beat, like as soon as that one, two, three hits, boom, you hear the dumb
0: and Undertaker's music hits. Yeah, and he he's just coming out for for an interview, uh him and Paul Bearer, of course. With their Gold Dust casket, if you watched ep- or listened to episode 1, you, you you know that uh they had a Gold Dust casket and they're going to face Gold Dust in a casket match at the next pay-per-view. Uh so he come out to talk about that. Vince McMahon's doing the interviewing. Paul Bearer electric on the microphone. If, oh if I could God. do the Paul Bearer voice, I would I would do it for you guys, but I don't he, I just don't have the confidence right now to to pull that off. But he is. I should just have a recording of yeah. Paul Bear because it's, it's so good.
1: <laughs> God, his high pitch. It's just like, I, I think I mentioned in the last yeah. episode, like how much I love Paul Bear. And like just watching this episode, I'm like, I love me more. Like it's yeah. like tenfold he, he how, he how great this. he is. But also, I don't know if you've listened to like, um other interviews with about paul bear about like how he was like with the wrestlers backstage he was like a huge like prankster yeah like he would i don't want to say the f word but he would fuck with everybody backstage (laughs) and like he was allowed to do it because he was just paul bear like every everyone like respected and loved him but he was like he, he was
0: great, and he was a a, a total jokester. So R.I.P. Yeah, bear. yes, R.I.P. Uh, and I would say if I put him in the same. I mean, he's him. Like you got to look at these guys, and you're like, oh, why does everybody have a manager in this era? And and some of these guys end up being good on the mic, but these these managers are just gold. Yeah, I think probably he, the worst ones Ted DiBiase, and you know he's still. A Hall of Fame wrestler Boy, and promo guy, but yeah, he's but doing a Cornette, promo with Stone Cold. Yeah. I mean, Stone Cold will Think get his push, yeah, but like Stone, Stone Cold's one of the
1: best yeah, on the mic. Of, yeah, of he's
0: got time. Ted DiBiase yeah, with right. them. Uh, but Cornette kills it for everyone. Yeah, for sure. P- Paul Bear kills it for Undertaker than Kane. But later. you need a guy like Paul Bear yeah. for Undertaker. Right. Like Undertaker shouldn't it builds the mystique. Yeah, of the, of the Undertaker
1: shouldn't even be on the mic. Right, I feel like he's just dark alone. But he's on the mic, which like I kind of like because like. At least in the late, like, 90s, 2000s, and even way later, like, rarely is he ever even speaking words, right. you know what I mean? Which
0: is, which is just, like, I think it, it speaks volumes to what Paul Bearer did to build the mystique of the guy that he could just get a message across without one word uttered and just a look and a walk and a song. Um but yeah. but I but I, what's even what's even better in this promo is that Goldust and uh, Marlene, what is it, Marlena? Yeah, Marlena. Marlena, yeah. Uh, Terry Reynolds, you may know her as, come out in the middle to interrupt it, and she's smoking her cigar, of course, and Goldust gets up onto the stage to interrupt, and and he goes hard with his.
1: Yeah, I got that recording. I also want to mention that like Taker does get to talk on the yeah. mic and. Basically, Vince is saying, he's like, w- how are you going to deal with the bizarreness of Goldust, right? He's so bizarre, blah, 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 blah. How do you even deal with this guy? And Taker's quote was, bizarre? You want to look at us and talk
0: bizarre? <laughs> but, I mean,
1: he's completely right. I mean, Goldust right. is bizarre. But, but, but then like, Goldust
0: comes out and makes it way weird. Oh, yeah.
1: He he goes over the top. So, Goldust comes out. And he's basically like seducing Taker and I'll play, I'll play a bit of the recording. Um, I know there's some audio issues here because the crowd is just going like fucking nuts for this, but um, take a listen here.
0: Is that, is that embalming foot number five? <laughs>
1: this is great. This is crazy. I love so it. <laughs> right there. You can lay me in at any time because you know what? There will be no resting
0: much for him. No, this, is, this is strangely erotic. the devil in the pale moonlight, but I'll try anything once. Amen.
1: Oh, here we go. Let me just feel you. Touch you, Reaper. You know what rigor mortis
0: is?
1: (laughs) Look at me, dead man. It's a stiffening of the muscle. No! Come on, wait a
0: minute. If you couldn't hear, he asked the Undertaker, Do you know what rigor mortis is, dead man? So at that point, yeah, he's like basically holding Undertaker's hands. So they're locked up. Fingers interlocked.
1: Yeah, which is weird because Undertaker has like these big thick purple gloves and Gold Dust has like these big thick gold gloves <laughs> and it's just like these two like massive hands and basically Undertaker throws him down. A lot of sexual tension there, I felt. I was aroused the entire <laughs> time, I'm not gonna Were lie you here.
0: Arouse. <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> uh so Basically, during this, right, um, Taker basically throws uh, gold dust down, and then, and this is, I think, the first time we see at least since we started watching this, the first time
0: we see mankind come out, yeah. And and he and he's been kind of, I think, he's always had a thing with the Undertaker, they have kind of a similar, you know, kind of supernatural kind of thing going on, some darkness, creepiness, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he comes out. And immediately puts the Undertaker in a Mandible Claw. No sacco yet, but a very intense Mandible Claw. Undertaker passes out. And then, of course, as Mankind leaves, Goldust proceeds to mount the Undertaker.
1: Yeah, Taker's unconscious at this moment. And this is the first time, I think, that we noticed that um, Goldust takes off his robe and he... He has a title around his waist. Yeah,
0: he's an intercontinental champion.
1: We're—I didn't look this up, and we probably should have, but we're pretty sure it's the intercontinental. It's
0: not the ch- European title. We would know. We have. We have it. We, we have, have, it. We have it here, here on the our table. podcast table. Yeah, and it's not the WWF Championship. So it's the only no, thing. No, because Sean's, be. yeah. Sean's the. Sean's champion. So it's the intercontinental championship. And it is a nice-looking belt. It blends in with the gold of his outfit really well. You know what it looks like? It almost looks like the new
1: U.S. Yeah, title. I was, Dude, yeah, 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 the I new agree. U.S. title, which is I'm a big fan of. Right. The new U.S. title. Um, who even has that title right now? Uh, Sheamus, of course. Oh, yeah, because he beat... Well, you know be what? beat your boy Riddle. Yeah, my boy. I am not a <laughs> Riddle fan RK at bro all. bro for life. Oh, no, my God. Stop. Stop. <laughs> 96. Think 96. <laughs> but apparently um, in that match was supposed to be Keith Lee was supposed to be the U.S. champion.
0: What's that have to do with
1: 1996? It doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs>
0: you told me, think 96. I before. know, but Keith Lee's There's such a great wrestler. He should Keith be, Lee's. so they gave it we'll to shit. Do whatever, whatever, whatever. For a different audience. Yeah, but Keith Lee Okay,
1: all right. So basically, <laughs> Goldust is now mounting Taker right now. And he's like going almost going down on him, right? Like he's getting low enough on notch level.
0: Him, pulls his hands up over his head and kind of like continues to mount him. Very erotic. We're watching and a rape, basically. Yeah, to close, very close. And then he kind of goes down his entire body, rolls over, and kind of slides slipper slipper slivers looks, out yeah, of the He ring, looks
1: next say. and he look kind of looks at uh Melina. Is her uh, name? Marlena. Marlena?
0: Yeah. His... Terry Reynolds, guys. Oh, All yeah, right. Yeah, Terry. And
1: when he does this, he kinda like gives her this look like I'm gonna fuck this demon Taker. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then during that, uh, Undertaker does his famous like what do you call it? Yeah, the he sit up where up. he yep. sits straight up. Um, Gold Dust turns around, <laughs> looks at Taker, and then flips out, throws his wig off, and then they
0: basically run backstage. But all in all, great promo. I was thoroughly entertained. And, you know, it didn't get any further than that as far as sexuality goes. (laughs) Thank God, right? (laughs) Uh, So next match
1: is uh, Justin Hawk Bradshaw, which I was not familiar with this character at all. So I
0: did watch an APA kind of documentary that they had on WWE Network this year that kind of just briefly showed it. And he kind of got this push as a, I don't know, he's kind of like a cowboy ranch hand type of character. As he's always kind of been. Right. right, but but it's more pronounced here, and it's Justin Hawk Bradshaw. Yeah, and Not the Shaw. back
1: of his trunk said The Hawk, yeah. so maybe he goes by that, but it's still Bradshaw, right? right? It's JBL and it's a basically and...
0: a squash, squash match against uh, this. What... Uh, Pablo Montoya, I yes. believe, but I just wrote some jobber. Who I looked right? up and is actually just incredible from famous ECW days. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 'Cause he was he, he looked like he was in good shape. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he just had like a jobber you One thing with like, the jobbers is that they do well.
1: Yeah. They I mean, seem
0: to at least put some type of fight up in this era.
1: Yeah, I wrote in my notes, uh, Justin Hawk Bradshaw versus some jobber. Quote, gonna be honest here, I made a peanut butter and jelly during this match.
0: <laughs> right. And it was a good it wasn't a bad idea. I mean the, the match again, I like I think these jobber matches are much more competitive than they will be here in the future. Well, this jobber match was like what you would see. I don't know. It was short, sweet, to the right, point, right? right There's right. not. But yeah, but even though Montoya got some shots in and he knocked him down, and okay, he didn't look like that much of a waste of space. Yeah,
1: but I don't remember, like, I remember watching wrestling like 2005, 2007, and I kind of didn't realize how big JBL was. Because
0: he's. Right. Is he. 6'7"? They, they said 6'7", oh, Yeah, is what they said in that yeah. match. And he looks bigger in that match. Oh, incredible. he looks huge. Yeah. He looks and I, huge. and, I, and they, they never really sell him as that. Although when he's the Acolytes, him and him and Farouk, he's bigger. Uh, and, and he's an imposing figure. Yeah. And I, 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 think him the, his I love His size is the only Acolytes. thing that makes him believable as a good wrestler, I think. Especially when he gets his push as JBL. Like, he's okay. Whether yeah, but he's just really like a millionaire impressed. rancher.
1: Right. I. I Some of these characters just don't make sense for me. But like when he was Bradshaw and the Acolytes,
0: he didn't say
1: much. He was just like, and most like big guys don't say much. They're just a big force and a
0: weapon, right? And he still, you know, he won the match with a clothesline from Hell, basically. I don't know which I'm not
1: a fan of at all. Uh, You're that big, you can body anybody, especially this guy that weighs probably 170 pounds.
0: It's it's versatile though. You can do it to anybody.
1: Of course, but a guy that's 6'7", why are you doing a clothesline from, I, I guess because he's big, but like, if you're that big, like, why are you doing a, a move that you can do on anybody? Like, you have you have the strength to do it to anybody. I don't know. So, I mean, I, I agree. because I he, he could just give a clothesline, like, was that the clothesline from hell, or was no. that just a regular clothesline? You, you know. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Um, so then after that, I, I guess this is uh, Justin Hawks, Brad Shaw's thing is where he literally goes into the ring and brands them like a
0: like a horse or yeah like yeah like an actual brand is what it's supposed to be but it's clearly a stamp it's yeah it's a just stamp with really the ink branding a human being it anymore. had a lot of ink on it because it, yeah, it worked yeah, perfectly yeah so they stab way. him on on his chest with that. this
1: brand that just says JB which is kind of cool yeah. but like the ink was perfect. Like, it didn't yeah. rub off, no, it didn't know. smear, like, it I, was actually... A, I, whatever they used. It was a good brand. Yeah, great. Great brand, yeah. Great. So the sponsor is by JB, the <laughs> best brand in the business. Um, yeah, so then, um, I mean, the match is what it is. And then they're going to pan to um, a, a little promo that they did in Kuwait City.
0: Yeah, uh, it was It was for, I mean, obviously, uh, you may be used to the uh, performance for the troops that they started doing uh, during Operation Iraqi Freedom and in Afghanistan post 9-11. Uh, but I didn't realize that they had done it before. So for Operation Desert Storm and for years following that, because that was, I believe, in 92, 94, maybe. And this is 96. They went down to Kuwait. Uh, I believe in the in the video footage, they said this was the first... Sporting event they had since the war, um, and and you know they do a nice tribute for the troops, which I think was mentioned earlier that Ahmed Johnson won a invitational tournament that they had during that, uh, which I think you can see that they are setting him up for some type of uh, push here soon. They have to. I mean, uh, just from what I've seen, from and his tonight size, he yeah. was incredible. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, uh, and uh, another very interesting thing is they further a storyline. So I, I I know I'm used to watching you know later 2000. Uh, Tribute to the troops and it's really just kayfabe's gone Storylines are gone. It's just matches to entertain the troops and and that's fine Um, But but they actually show Shawn Michaels who's who's beefing with the British Bulldog at the time on the beach talking to some Kuwaiti women. Yeah, some locals yeah, on the beach, and, yeah. And all of a sudden, British Bulldog in some very tight swim trunks comes up. I love those trunks, <laughs> by the way. Like, he had these
1: short things, but his quads are
0: great. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he's ripped. He's ripped. And this is why he's, you know, fighting for the WWF Championship. And because Shawn Michaels may or may not have seduced his wife. But he starts to attack him, and they start fighting in the ocean, and he's dunking Shawn Michaels underwater. He's throwing him in. He's he says, all over the world, all over the world. Yeah, he basically drowns
1: uh, Shawn Michaels in the ocean. Yeah, and then he and runs him. away. Um, he, but He threw like, cool. yeah. him in the ocean, <laughs> and then you literally see him like run away like a coward. But I know it wasn't like the camera wasn't really on him, but you just kind of see him in the background just like run out of frame.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it, but it was cool. Uh, it's, it's different. You don't see that. I haven't seen anything like that ever in, in my wrestling. Yeah. Series. I mean, it was also
1: cool to see, like, those people just so geeked about wrestling. Yeah. Like, yeah. to see them, like, holding American flags and, like, just see them, like, all in on Shawn Michaels. Like, right.
0: And and one thing that uh, this era is not short on is people geeked about wrestling, which is always, always fun to see. And well, yeah. It's all the, for. They Panda the Shawn, and he's just,
1: like, out of all the things that they wanted to see... They wanted to see wrestling, yeah. I, which was cool, I guess, during the '90s, and it was probably a big thing. But like, I, I I thought it was cool. Yeah. So next will be the main event, and again, there's only what what was this three or four matches? Yeah, which probably is like, four matches. Yeah, and a kind keep of it a cool simple. Keep the storylines well, going.
0: I, I, honestly, the highlight so far, not getting into the last match yet, is that Undertaker promo with Goldust. It's just so bizarre and weird, and just gold.
1: Nope, I intended <laughs> Uh, so next we have and it's not for it's not for a title match, but it's triple H versus HBK. And this is the first time, I think the oldest match I've seen and obviously we're gonna see the chemistry with Triple H and HBK unfold later into like DX and just like the prime. what would you even consider the prime of HBK?
0: That's an interesting question because I am not familiar with his work that we're currently watching. But he's, and, and if you he's think at the about top it, of his he, game. He, he, yeah. he's, he's at his prime right now. But you got to think, like, when he comes back in 02 or 03, whenever that is, he's still there and he's putting on these great shows. Um, and I think probably the caliber, oh, man, it's hard to say. I, I, I don't, I, I'm biased because of what I viewed, but I think his later works better. But I haven't seen, you know, I haven't seen the Montreal screwdriver, I haven't seen his work with bret hart i haven't seen his work with kevin nash or diesel whatever you want to call him scott hall yeah triple h back in the day and and all those guys um so i I don't want to 100 percent say it but he had a good run like he you know he he had a you know what is it seven year run eight year run as as the heartbreak kid till 98 when he retired and then comes back four or five years later and has another like a, a amazing yeah, run. Like yeah. you could,
1: you could literally point at any point within his career and be like, "This was the pinnacle of his career." Like yeah. he was on, he was a, a ten. But yeah. just his, like he his, he's always his a ten. ladder
0: match with Razor Ramon, which I think is like ninety four. The first ladder match ever is like an unforgettable match. He has good ones with Kevin Nash, who like comes in as his body. It's just a lot of cool. I think they had a lot of good chemistry back then. But I do think overall, the caliber of wrestlers he gets to be with. In the, in the 2000s when, you know, WCW and WWF are combined. And you just have, it's like almost a quality and quantity thing at the time. But we'll get there. We'll figure it all out before this podcast yeah. ends. I
1: mean, either way, he's clearly the best seller, the best wrestler. There's a reason he's got the title right. right. But uh, th- it's during this era that I believe that he's very um, backstage. People basically... well. I think back then, anyone hated you when you were on the top. Yeah. It's different than now, where you have support from everybody and everyone's but, but in it together. From what for I the understand. Business. He
0: was kind of a pain in the ass. Yeah, like, I heard he was very arrogant and shit. was
1: very, yeah, yeah, very cocky. But I mean, it shows like he's. Bunnies,
0: he, yeah, he played his character well. Yeah.
1: Um. So Triple H comes out, and this is the first time I think I heard Triple H's, I guess I have to say, Hunter Herbs Helmsley. Right. Um, intro a music yeah recreation. i can't see triple h foreshadowing here again yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um his music is very like it's like beethoven right yeah. like he's oh, playing yeah, it, yeah. classical music yeah. he's a, he's a yeah. classical guy nothing gets me more hyped than beethoven before yeah. i go and, kick but some he, guys comes, he plays in. it
0: really well i have to give him that he does the curtsies he does he's got the tuxedo looking wrestling gear and he does play it well and I think he'd play any character well. He's just good. Uh, he's good at acting. He's good at uh, at his promos. And he's great on, a great wrestler. That doesn't change here. He continues with the pedigree as a finisher. I believe. I think we see it. Yeah,
1: he's been consistent on that. I mean, it's a
0: great move. Right. Can't argue that. Yeah, it's so, an original move. It's a good move. Yeah,
1: so Jerry the King. Uh, HBK comes out. Again, great theme music. He's stuck with it. And he comes out with his manager, which I don't. I didn't know. It's uh, Jose uh, Lothario? Yeah. Lothoria, I believe. Yeah, I did not But I don't apparently is. that is... um, I don't know. This could be a rumor, but that's who trained him to be like a wrestler. Mm. That's like his trainer. It, it might be in real life. I, I don't know. He but didn't that's have like, much
0: charisma or ring presence at all. No, I
1: didn't know why he was there. But yeah. Apparently he might be coming out with him all the time. Oh, but okay. yeah, he comes out and then it basically pans to... What did you see? Was it like a fat
0: woman in the stands uh, i mean she was you know she was thick with it but she was <laughs> thick with it she was yeah. thick with it but yeah. jerry the king lauren goes she has a hbk shirt on yeah and then jerry the king lauren goes you think Sean would hit that and yeah and you know he might i don't know I, well here okay he could do better and no no offense to her she's probably a very nice lady if you're listening now she
1: rest in peace <laughs> She's probably dead. If you're alive. She didn't survive COVID. If that's you're for alive, sure. hit
0: me up. We'll talk. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
1: so the match is starting off a little bit slow, but Triple H is like selling his character, right? Yeah. Like he will throw Sean these turnbuckles, and then he does like these. I don't want to keep saying aristocrat because I don't know how to describe right. him, but he's all like keeps doing these like bows. Oh yeah, he like... does little
0: curtsies, and he, he does this one move, that I was very intrigued by, and I didn't really get what what the point was. So he he knocks Sean down, I think maybe into the turnbuckle. And then he walks over to a different turnbuckle, and he kind of rubs it gently, and then he, like, he he grips it just barely. And it's almost like he got oil off of it, and then he slicks his hair back.
1: Yeah, no, I I remember that. Yeah, because, like, his hair is already perfect. Like, there's no strand out of, like, the ponytail. Um, But, yeah, I remember him, like doing that and then uh, mr perfect which we haven't seen yet no. comes out and he's not like ringside but he's literally standing on. They, it like, seems
0: like a thing they do they they walk halfway up and yeah stand i and watch i it. noticed because that
1: happened in the last one because normally when be people come out thing. ringside they're like they're involved right? right they're either like the ref's telling them to back up right. but they're just standing over in the stance which gotta, I,
0: to be honest i'm glad that there was no like this was a good match and it had an actual clean finish that we'll get into, but you know, in in later years, what probably would have happened is I don't know what Mr. Perfect's involvement is with either of these guys. Yeah, right we now. don't know yet. But so he would have come in and cost somebody a match, or he would have done something that made it less of a legitimate. See, back
1: match. then it was a gentleman's game, right? You know what I mean. Right. Mr. Perfect just watches. By the way, I don't know if we said this yet for Mr. Perfect, no.
0: but uh, R.I.P. R.I.P. Mr. Perfect. <laughs> um. So does it, uh, does it cheapen the R.I.P. when you giggle afterwards?
1: Uh, maybe We'll take a We'll take five minutes <laughs> We'll, of we'll do another Mr. Alright right, yeah right, yeah, yeah We got more of a tribute uh, So Triple H goes for this uh, The pedigree But HBK reverses it And does that like that super Where he like Throws some backwards Into the turnbuckle Like that's one of Sean's famous Famous moves And I, I enjoy that a lot uh, HBK goes Up on the top rope Later on And does this is, is there a move for this Or is it just like His elbow drop uh,
0: It's just an elbow drop Which Which I it's got to hurt if he really got elbow dropped. From, yeah, like, so
1: you know, then yeah. he goes for the pin. Uh, one, two, it was a close three. Triple H kicks out. And then Triple H goes for this uh, super sweet powerbomb, lands it, and then HBK somehow reverses it into like a roll-up. Th- that was an awesome, awesome right. spot. And um, Triple H again kicks out Hunter Humsley, Uh And then Triple H then goes a little bit later, goes into a pedigree, Hbk throws him over his back, and then he starts to tune up the band, baby.
0: Yeah, and, and nails uh, sweet, sweet, sweet chin music.
1: Yeah. So one, two, three. Hbk wins. It was a good. It was a great match. It, it was a really great match. Yeah, and it's one of
0: those that you know that they have chemistry. You and 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 in hindsight, you know they're like two of the ten best wrestlers of all time. Yeah.
1: So I was I watched this the first time, and I thought like, man, Sean is so good in the ring that like. He's making Triple H look excellent, like they have great chemistry. And then I watched it, this match again, and I'm like, Triple
0: H is great too. Right. Like, I think you get it's tough to always give good readings on on someone like Triple H because he was a heel for so much of his career. Right, and and later on, it gets based in having to win dirty. That's kind of the whole thing that makes you a credible heel. He's got the sledgehammer. He's the cerebral assassin. He focuses on one body part and kind of chips away at it throughout the match, which in itself is an art form and a decent uh, kind of tactic uh, and storytelling thing in the ring. But I think, uh, you know, he, he, he gets overlooked sometimes maybe because people are so easy to hate. He's so easy to hate for sure yeah and yeah. so you, you don't really appreciate it Did we so. talk
1: about was it this match where Sean was basically working on Triple H's nose entire <laughs> yeah, match Yeah yeah so yeah, like Triple H, H already a cool, has cool. A, a big nose to begin with but like in this match uh HBK is like pulling at his nose and then he does a uh like kind of like what Randy Orton does now where he like pulls him on the ropes where their legs are on the ropes yeah. and does like a DDT but it was a bulldog off but, the top yeah, of right yeah,
0: yeah it was a, it was a cool move
1: right um, and that's the match, man. One, two, three. Hbk wins, and then it cuts to this promo, and this was just like all terrible because it's like it's still playing Sean's music of like "Sexy Boy" at like, m- like ten volume, yeah. And then it cuts
0: to Bulldog with Jim Ross, and and yeah, and Jim Cornette's there, but he's not talking. If Jim Cornette was talking here, we may maybe would have something to point put in, but. All it sounded like was some British gobbledygook from the <laughs> British bulldog. I couldn't understand a thing he said. <laughs> All he said was Shawn Michaels, and he said something about twenty-four inch pythons, which I don't no, even that's know. That's the that only that part is. that, I, that down. To do. I wrote it down. Like what something, something twenty-four out. inch yeah. pythons, yeah. which was a quote from I'm from pretty, pretty sure Hogan. Mine. It's a I Hogan mean, quote. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Shawn Michaels <laughs> used it. I don't know, but it was very hard to understand. Um, and and I'm just kind of looking forward to the match that in your house here. Um, I think it'll be very entertaining. Yeah, it's May it's, 26th it's the is 26th, what they keep referencing. So we probably have one more raw to go through and then we could hopefully watch that paper. Yeah,
1: I'm geek for this paper for you. We need to watch it together. Maybe we can do um a, depending on how long it is, maybe a live one where we do the podcast yeah. and I don't know, maybe we'll just take notes for it. But right. I mean, that was raw for the day. It was
0: I mean, it was it was short, it was sweet, it was to the it point, was, it, was it hyped probably, everything. I mean, out of the two episodes I'd say this was the best. Uh, um, I just think that last match sold it, that promo with Undertaker was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean well, that's what I'm looking forward to the most is this
1: casket match with Taker and Gold Dust and then this Triple H HPK because their ring chemistry is already just on this and it was like what, maybe a six minute match? Oh, and I mean,
0: yeah, it had a decent length, but I mean, how long could it be? It was four matches in 45 no, minutes. No, no, I moment. agree, but it
1: was just like it was nonstop. Yeah. Like the chemistry was great. It was back and forth. Like what?
0: Um, what do you see as the line of the night, Robert? I don't know. What are your thoughts? Honestly, uh, I think I you knew I kind of thought going in that it would always be a king line, but I, I'm going to give it to Ahmed Johnson here with the trash line. About wow. something, yeah. Because I didn't, yeah. It, so, and I think what you left out before is he said, he said, I don't mess with poison. Yeah, no, yo, you're right. He did say poison. that. Yeah, he said, my don't. mama told me that girl is poison. <laughs> um, <laughs> Bell I don't, Biv DeVoe. He, yeah. Shout out to Bell Biv DeVoe. I, uh, but yeah, he says my mama told me don't bring trash in, take it out, or something to that effect. And that is my line of the night. Well, okay. you, you have? Something different? That's fair. Yeah, I mean, King, I'm gonna King make sure that this is on the right Kind of a soft, kind of a soft performance from King, I think, on this.
1: Episode. Yeah, my mine's gonna go with Jim Cornette though. The Vader, Vader's, oh, Vader's yeah. a Sherman tank. Yokozuma's a septic tank. I, I, it, I, I, when I watched it, I literally was laughing. Like, I, and I
0: think that they were so premeditated and and that's fine. I mean, and it's fine because yeah, there was that, nothing that good was off the good. cuff. That was better. So. I'm going with the Yokasuma subject tank for um,
1: what are we calling this? The line of the night or the the king? Yeah, line? well, it's I mean, mostly be like, it's gonna be Jerry the King. Yeah, it's Waller's gonna quote. probably
0: be Jerry the King Waller. Nine well, times you just out. want to call it the King quote? No, well, well, King quote, King, king, king of quote, the quote, King quote of the night, or or line of the night, just line of the night, line of the night. Well, it's a good episode. I can't ah, wait for next week. Can't wait, can't wait, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned.
1: Yeah, stay tuned. Um, we're going to try to upload another podcast as soon as possible. I know you will be out of town.
0: Uh, did we even mention our ad for today?
1: Um, I'll plug it in somewhere, right?
0: Well, why don't we just plug it in right now? Okay, so... Um, we'll we didn't to give really you- give any good opportunities to plug it in any other time. Yeah, I don't think... Uh,
1: maybe there might be some dead space. So, I mean, I'm not going to edit this too much. You might get the ad now. It might have already played. Who knows? Maybe
0: we'll do it twice. Do we get paid twice? Do we do it twice? They
1: fucking better. And that's my second F-bomb <laughs> no, of the it night. Was like five. That's, that's <laughs> all right, all right. But, but I have to say
0: that's at least a quarter of maybe maybe a, a quarter, th- quarter it's l- from- i <laughs> don't <laughs> you know at it's least like 40 l- at least 40 16th of s- it <laughs> Jeez, louise all right um you were uh you were like limp biscuits uh chocolate starfish and hot dog flavor. yeah
1: i was like scarface the movie scarface and we're set it, it 182 times yeah. All right, uh, we're going to try to upload as much content as we can. Tom will be out of town, so stay tuned for the next Turnbuckle Time Machine. Like I said, you might hear an ad now, or we might have plugged it in somewhere. You might have heard it. We might play it twice. Who knows? Fuck. Hey! It's fucking ad time, baby. Tom, you're a coffee drinker, dude. Oh, I love coffee um i wish i didn't drink as much coffee because i'm kind of one of those people if at least if i go to starbucks like I, if i'm going to starbucks i'm not ordering just a regular coffee right why am i wasting my money i always get like right. the caramel macchiato or something but i'm one of those guys that like i'm not way too much on the sweeteners like i normally say like how many pumps do you put in a caramel macchiato They're like oh we'll do three pumps i'm like tone it down a bit i'll take one pump you know what I mean? Right. And they're going to give you one and a half.
0: Dude, you know, just, they always go They always
1: go extra. But I'm a big, I think most of our generation now is like into these sweetener coffees, would you say? Oh yeah, for sure. So there is this brand um, called Primal. I don't know if you've ever heard of it.
0: Uh, yeah, I think I've heard something about yeah, it. It's Primal, I, Primal with a Y, right?
1: Yeah, P-R-Y-M-A-L. Yeah, Primal is a zero calorie um, sweetener for your coffee. Uh, it's made with stevia and monk fruit. I had to Google what monk fruit was. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I And say, then I started reading. I'm like, ah, it just sounds so like euphoric. Right. You know what like I mean? Like you take a vow
0: fruit. of silence when you. Yeah, when I you almost
1: shaved my head due to the monk fruit. Yeah.
0: Um, what flavors have you tried? Uh, I've I've tried a lot of them. Um, salted caramel, uh, original. Yeah. What's uh, the original one? What's the original one like? Uh, I mean it's like you know, it's like creamer. But with yeah, no sugar. I'm not a black coffee. But like guy, it tastes good still.
1: When people ask like how do you like your c- coffee? I'm like, I like my coffee like my like my women with only my penis in it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I say the
1: same thing. Yeah. Is that weird? <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I, I love Robert's penis, yeah, 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 yeah. Um so I had I I haven't tried the original, but I've heard good things. I've had the um, butter pecan, and they just sent me the blueberry pancake. And I mean, you know me, and most people don't, but blueberry
0: pancakes are my shit. I'm like the new day when it comes to blueberry pancakes. Right, we got to get them a sample of this because it could it could totally change their entire diet. They're throwing out pancakes. With Primal in them? Yeah, maybe they'll get the tag champions back. Right, right, you know.
1: Yeah, so I had the blueberry pancake, and it's not even going to be released till June 8th, so I feel like uh, I'm I'm in. I'm in. I got to try the blueberry pancake before the release date. Well, you know, fame has its perks. Yeah, and we're not into... I don't want to do a bunch of ads for stuff that, you know, we don't really believe in. I don't want to push any of this bullshit, but um, Primal is... It's, it's basically the, the newest way of looking at flavored coffee, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so uh, go ahead. We won't talk too much about it. Definitely try it out. Go to primal.com. That is P-R-Y-M-A-L.com. Uh, go ahead and use that ch- uh, promo code. That is promo code turnbuckle. Again,
0: primal.com. Use promo code turnbuckle. And make sure you comment, thanks to Turnbuckle Time Machine, that we went – into the future got this promo code for you came back and now we're sharing it with you now you guys wouldn't even know about it for at least a few weeks
1: god bless